Good morning, campers. Hope you save room for thirds. Because I'm back for week three. Podcast three. Yeah, I know. Y'all didn't think it was going to happen again. But you know what? It is going to happen. And I'm going to keep making content until I can't do it no more. So, yeah. So, hey, guys. It's me. I, first of all, want to talk about um, my past few weeks in relation to, like, my schoolwork. Because I'm telling you now, it has been absolute hell. I've had so many problems that have just stopped me from working. I've had to, like, email my teacher saying, oh, I'm so sorry, this work is going to be late. Oh, could you give me an extra day on this? And I'm still behind at the moment. It's a mess. And it's honestly stressing me out. I honestly want to cry every 10 minutes. And it if it, and as if it wasn't bad enough, I'm such a bad, like, I procrastinate to hell. Like, even when, when we were at school, like, and we weren't in this quarantine time, I would be, like, I would leave everything to the last minute because what I do is I tend to plan everything in my head and then I'll just keep planning and planning and then I'll just procrastinate to hell and I'll just do other things. I'm not being lazy. I mean, maybe I am sometimes, but I'm not being lazy. Like, I'm just doing everything except from what I'm meant to be doing, you know? Like, I'd rather clean than write an essay. Do you know what I mean? Like, ugh, it's just, it's just a mess. So when it got to this quarantine time, like, it started off okay. I was on top of my work and everything. And then I didn't feel very well one day. I think I had a migraine. I can't remember. I had to email my teacher like, sorry, this is going to be late. Could you give me an extra day? And she was like, yeah, sure. But I mean, my teachers actually haven't sent me too many essays. So it actually hasn't been too bad. But yeah. And then it just kept stacking up. And then my internet went down one day. For some reason, my internet provider and the area that I live in, the connection, there was a cable up in wherever they store the internet or wherever it is. They seem to have had like a broken cable of some sort. So that was absolutely stunning. I absolutely loved that that happened to me. So for a whole day, I didn't have any internet. I couldn't pick up any of the work that I was supposed to do. So that put, so that put me an extra day behind. And I've just, just been struggling from that point onwards. Like, sorry to ramble about my life's so hard. I'm at home and working, but I'm actually like really alone. Like, I don't speak to, like, that many people in real life. Like, and there's been other things in my life, like, things pulling at my heartstrings that just... It's whatever. It's... Yeah. I hate to complain, but, you know, sometimes you gotta complain. But at least I started off with, with a GG Good intro. You, you know what I'm saying? So. And when it comes to the music this week, no recent album. So... I was a little bit confused on what to do. I thought about doing singles that had been released in like the past month. So like I was going to do I'm Ready by Sam Smith and Demi Lovato. But which, by the way, I like the uh, I like the beats. <laughs> if you know that meme, you know, um, I liked I liked it up to the chorus and the chorus just doesn't go anywhere. So I was going to do Halsey's single with Marshmallow and Be Kind. But then I thought, oh, I don't want to be so eclectic as to do something like that. So I wanted to do one of the albums that I listened to earlier in the year. And I was debating doing Manic, but 
some of my friends are gonna drag me if I do that. Friends, <laughs> hey y'all, just kidding. Oh, uh, I was gonna do. Ask what I'm planning to do. I thought about doing Kid Grey, which I am gonna do Kid Grey today by Conan Gray. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason I had this really bad thought that I'd got his name wrong, but I didn't, so that's fine. What else are I gonna do? But anyway, next week will be really easy, and the next few weeks will be quite easy because I think next week I'm gonna do. Hayley Williams from Paramore's album, Petals for Armour, which I I will go into more depth next week, but I listened to the first, like, two or three songs she released, and then I realised she was just going to keep releasing songs over and over and over, so I was like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. So I was just going to wait for the album to come out, so... That's what I did. I have heard some like stuff that she that like she was going to release stuff like that. I have heard snippets from the songs that she has released. She put them on her social medias, so I've have heard a little bits. But next week we'll we'll like get into that because I love the title. I think that's such a cool title. But yeah, today we're going to be doing Ken and Gray Kid Crow. Yes. So the album title was inspired by Conan and his friends I've, I've done my research by the way on this album because I was obs- I was obsessed when it came out and I hadn't really been a big Conan fan but I am now I don't understand if he's in controversy or not I don't think he is but certain people seem to like him and certain people don't I don't know if that's homophobia or, or what <laughs> but yeah Conan Gray by the way I was going to mention last week I'm not sure if I did but when I was talking about growing up my hair if you google Conan Gray uh, the king like photo shoot the hair that he has in that is the hair that i'm going for when my hair is grown up that's what i want to get so a little fyi for you there <laughs> so yeah kid crow the album the name is inspired by conan and his friends sort of i think they were in like i don't know he said they were in like a campfire or if they were just hanging out i don't remember but it is inspired by them talking about their spirit animals and they said that conan was a crow and he really like he related to that and i think he said something about because birds eat like breadcrumbs and he was talking about how in his songwriting process he can write about the same person even if they just give him a little bit of substance like he think he described like the songwriting like ideals as like a little crumb and then he can write about it for ages you know so I thought that was that was a really fun uh, reference there. So yeah, and the album cover is actually really nice. I really like it. It's simplistic for a debut album. I think it's it's sufficient. You know, like it's 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 cool. So let's get into it. Seven minutes into the podcast, and we already into it. We are on a good track. You you know what I'm saying? I actually don't know if I'm going to be able to drag this out for thirty minutes. I hope I am. I should be able to do it. Yeah. Because after we finished Stutter coming through again, after we finished the album, I have some stuff to talk about. So that's fine. Yeah, so track one, Comfort Crowd. This song is stripped back. It's a cool opener. I'm not sure if I would have made it the opener. I think I might have put it, put it in the middle. Mm, I think I might have started with one of the interludes, actually, just to be quirky and artsy. But Comfort Crowd is very similar to his earlier work of... Uh, what was the EP called? Oh, God. Uh, Sunset Season. That was it. That was the that was the EP he released. 
before this and a few singles but they're all very um lord-esque sort of ribs that kind of sound like the like if you could visualize sunlight that's what it sounds like is that sounds so weird it's like lying in a in a field with like beautiful like the wind and the sunshine on your face but you're bleeding and dying but you're fine with it because you're just listening to this music <laughs> so yeah track one is straight back he's talking about the difficulty of loving and also hating socialization so he's talking about how at some points he's really in need of people being around him but at the same time he's not really sure if he likes crowds that much which i think we all can relate to really i mean at least i can i'm someone that has like a gauge or a gouge is that how american people pronounce gouge gauge i don't know i'm already messing that up (laughs) but a gauge for like social interaction so and my friends absolutely make fun of me for this that I always have like such a gauge and I'll eventually just say right guys I'm really not feeling this anymore I need to go home and just sit in silence <laughs> um, so yeah I don't think this is definitely not my favourite track I don't think it's as good as even his earlier stuff which I hate to be so like critical of it because it's not a bad song it's really not a bad song at all but it's just I preferred like the other stuff that he'd release this. But I think this is like a good bridge between the old stuff and the newer stuff. I can't remember how many songs he said he'd written for this album, but only ten of them made it. Well ten and including the interludes. I can't really recall, but I was watching the it was like, oh what's his name? The radio guy that does like long ass interviews. Anyways. So track two, Wish You Was Sober. Oh my god. This is so catchy. Um it starts off with the uh, vocoder, popularized by Miss Taylor Swift. Just kidding, Taylor Swift did not popularize the vocoder, but it was really like well used in um, Reputation. Oh my god, <gasps> I can't believe I just forgot one of my favorite albums. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, it starts off with vocoder, and I think Conan, who is a fan of Taylor, by the way, a massive fan, he's constantly fangirling about how. She literally raised him, which I think is so cute because me. (laughs) So he's talking about, he's telling a story, which Taylor Swift does really well, telling a story. So he's talking about, I think it's a lover. Yeah, it is a lover. He's relaying how this person can only relay their feelings about him when they're intoxicated or when they're under the influence of alcohol. Same thing, whatever. When there's toxic shit in your veins, you can only admit the truth. And I think he's talking, I think it's sort of set, he sets the scene as well at a party because that's the, um, that's how you distribute alcohol, I guess. Oh, speaking of parties, I'm so mad. All the parties that would have happened that I will no longer be able to go to because Miss Corona cancelled them, you know? It's whatever. Yeah, back on to not rambling he's setting the scene up of a party and he's saying this party shit I want to dip and I don't know I think it's just a really cool way to set a scene see I'm rambling because I don't even know I was honestly unsure what I was going to do this week so that's fine but then it gets to the chorus he says 19 beat act 25 now oh my god this hit me in the in the heart because people that i've always talked to on a 
Do I want to say romantic? I don't know. People who've always treated me like I'm the youngest, even though in my school year, I'm one of the oldest. So get fucked. <laughs> um, so yeah. I don't know. I think this is a bop. And this was the song that all the people that were promoing Conan when the album came out, this was the song that they were all talking about. So, you know. Track three, Maniac. Oh my God. Something about these type of songs that have that. I don't know what, what to, to call it. That kind of beat. Oh, what do people call it? That Those kind of beats. Is it like 80s inspired beats? I don't know. I'm really not sure. I don't know. Anyway, those kind of beats that have been on Never Really Over. Oh, God. See, when it always comes to me naming things, I can never, ever, like, have, like, a... Like, a recollection of it, you know? I just can't. And now I'm getting self-conscious because... I can't remember who it was, but someone who listens to the podcast was counting how many times I stopped. <laughs> and now whenever I stop, I'm like, oh my God, that's one to the list. Oh my God, that's one to the list. Please stop it. So it's fine. But Maniac, this song reminds me of Blank Space. Here's me mentioning Taylor Swift again. <laughs> but it reminds me of the writing style of like being like that crazy lover, which I also relate to because some people think that I'm a bit of a stalker and maybe I am, but... It's whatever, you know. Sometimes you just want to be intimate with people. You just want to be there for people. You don't want to be creepy. You just want to observe. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop because people actually don't think I'm creepy. Which I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> so, Maniac, uh, he's recalling someone. I don't know if this is like just like a story or if this is actually true. But he, he has like a like a recollection of someone coming to his house with a shovel and a rope. I was like, oh, Handmaiden's Tale, where? Because y'all know that scene where they like mock hang them for like having like a little revolution and they all start peeing. Well, one of them pees anyway. Like that's so fucked up by the way. Which by the way, I watched a movie the other day, literally yesterday, called um, The Invisible Man with the same lead actress. I really can't, I, what's her name? I really can't remember it. Oh, well. But yeah, that was a really great movie. If anyone wants to like a movie recommendation. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I thought I'd, I had ideas for this week, but I have the worst short-term memory to ever have been recorded in history. Don't trust me with information because I will forget it. Actually, do trust me because I want to be loved. You know, I want people to tell me things. I don't want to be not talked to. But, oh, I'm scratching my leg. I'm so sorry if you can hear that. I, I have a bad memory, so... But yeah, that that's actually a good idea. It's like... Like, uh... Like, book, re- book recommendations, movie recommendations, show re- recommendations. So I'll talk about things that I've watched in quarantine. Because I've talked about things I want to do, but I can talk about things that, like I'm going to watch and read. Because I have a few books I want to read that I'm saving for hot weather, even though it's literally May and the sun is out, like, in England right now. It's literally summer-like you wouldn't be able to like tell if it wasn't like I literally have my door open like in my little office room to like ventilate it stuff like that so yeah 15 minutes in okay we're doing well I can believe in myself I got this sorry I'm just really self-conscious this week like this past week like 
my inner demons and like inner saboteur have just really come out this week so but that's okay you can have those weeks keep it keep it moving as my friend says breathe in and keep living you know and though that's not an Ariana Grande reference one of my friends literally said that a really good friend of mine which I don't think has listened to last week's podcast so what are you doing beach um I hate it here <laughs> so yeah oh my god I was literally rambling not about manic for it. M- manic oh my god maniac it's maniac not Halsey not Halsey Miss Ashley we'll get to you Miss Ashley don't worry we will even if it's at the end of my favourite albums of the year because she'll be making it and I know some of y'all is about to be real mad at me but it must be said manic is Halsey's best work and I ain't even going to fight some of y'all for that. I'm just not even going to fight with y'all about it. Because it is. But yeah, back on to Maniac. Uh, I'm just going to skip to the chorus. Because I can't... I, for life, I mean, I don't remember where I got up to in this song. When we get to the chorus, tell your friends I'm crazy and drive you mad. Mood. Do it. Tell your friends I'm crazy. Even if we're not together. At least have them be... Have them have me ingrained in their mind. Whatever. Mood. Uh, tell them you dated me just for last mood but we know you didn't You, we know you were serious when you said it on the chat you know what I'm saying you can't fool me beach <laughs> and the and the bridge is cool because he goes into this whispery sort of tone psycho something don't be so dramatic I can't remember for life of me see when I'm singing a song I know every word when it comes to me doing it on the podcast I don't remember it's just going to be... It's going to have to be me. Because I, d- I did listen to the album pre-me doing this podcast. But it's it's already gone. So I'm just going to have to listen to it over and over again until I'm literally sick of it. Sorry, my chair. I'm sitting on my leg and my chair is killing me because it's old and tattered, rusted, dusted, busted. That's my chair. So yeah, I'm just going to have to do more research on the songs that we listen to. That's fine. Okay, Track four, the first interlude. Is it one of two interludes? Yeah, one of two interludes called Online Love. And the interludes Conan has stated are him directly conversing to his fans and talking about his love for them. And Online Love, he starts off by talking about how you need past my my sitting on thousand broken clocks, something like that. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm really not that good with memory. A levels are gonna go so well for me. Whatever. Uh, he. I'm not sure if this is about love or if this one's directly talking to his fans. So yeah, it, it's it's less than a minute, but it's it's cute. She's cute. She's got a cute instrumental, you know, little stripped down instrumental. But yeah, let's go on to track five, checkmate. This was one that grew on me at first when I listened to it because I think he released this one pre the album came out, and I was listening like I hadn't really. Got into Conan Gray. Oh my god, I just shook my table. I'm so sorry. I'm sitting on my leg. I need to stop doing that. But yeah, checkmate. This one is more of a grower for sure. And I want to say it's rock influenced. I'm so sorry if I offended the <laughs> the rock listening community. I offended the <laughs> the whole metal community last week. I'll offend the rock the rock community this week. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Playing the same role in every movie. (gasps) If you could believe it, you would see it. But it's true. He plays the same role every movie. (laughs) I'm not even lying to y'all. He does. But yeah, Checkmate is about a power dynamic within a relationship. Talking about 
who has the upper uh, the upper hand the up the upper hand in a relationship. See, and my friends told me another ramble. Here we go for another ram- ramble. My friends told me that I should come into the um, voice chat with them pre me going on like to do this podcast to sort of warm up my voice, but I don't think it really matters because I'm just an actual fucking mess, which. That's all right. We messy. Because if someone thinks you're perfect and then... No one thinks I'm perfect. But if someone thinks you're perfect and then they see you be messy, they're like, oh, they're human. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, back on to Jackmate. He's like, you think you're winning, but you're not. That, that, it's a very... Thinking about this album, it's actually lyrically quite simple. But there are really deep metaphors embedded into the thing because it is pop but let's be real it's pop rock like this song is pop rock so yeah we're 20 minutes in i'm just gonna go on to the next one because i like i like checkmate but i like the instrumental because it reminds me a bit of avril lavigne and a bit of red it reminds me of avril lavigne and red like mixed together and a few other albums as well but I can't recall them because, once again, I have the memory of a goldfish. So, check, check, track six, fight or flight. No, the cut that always bleeds is track six. Me getting ahead of myself. Me rumbling and getting ahead of myself for 21 minutes and 31 seconds. (laughs) So, yeah, the cut that always bleeds. This is the first ballad and, honestly... I think we've all been strung along by someone before and even though you're being strung along, you sort of know that if they've messaged you, you would be right back there. And my friends always like, we talk about my friends again, my friends always criticise me for being that person that is always going to be there for that person. Because I'm just a puppy, you know, I'm so devoted, but it's fine. But the cut that always bleeds, it's, it's again that whole idea that you keep reopening a wound and it's just, it never heals because that person always comes back when you least expect it. And just before that it heals, they come back again and expect you to be there for them, that sort of thing. And Conan questions whether he can be literally this person's lover on a leash. And by the end of the song, he says he will be. So he sort of accepted it. And I think that's really sad because it's so true. Like we all get to points where we're like, oh, I don't even care what what people think of me for going back to this person. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go back and just live my life because I love this person so much. Maybe not love, but maybe you you like that person so much. You know, I'm pretty sure I've been close enough to the mic. <laughs> I'm so sorry to my sound person, my friend who does my sound. Thank you again. I was a little critical last week, but it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it all the same. So yeah, oh, and the production, very, this whole, he said he's inspired by Lord and Taylor Swift, which if I was a musician, same, same. And I'd love to be like a musician, but I'm, I go in between being wanting to be a pop star and a poet, PP, pop star poet. <laughs> so I think, but I think if I could use a career for myself, I think I'd want to be a poet, you know, get that sort of mysterious vibe going which I will do a poetry readout one day if I ever pluck up the confidence to do it because I don't want to be cringy, you know? It's whatever. I'll, I will gust the courage one day. Gusta? That's a word. That is a word. So yeah, track number seven, Fight or Flight. This tr- track, again, is not my favourite, but 
Because I will tell you my favourites at the end, actually. I'll tell you my favourites at the end. Fight or Flight is about... I mean, I don't hate any of the, the songs on the album. I just don't. This song has a less memorable production to the rest of them. Which I think is fine because it, it plays into the album being, like, cohesive as a whole, you know? So that's fine. But he's talking about his sort of unwillingness to admit his crush on someone. It's because fight, fight or flight is the human reaction. Well, not human, but animal like like the animalistic reaction to whether to run or to face up to whatever is in front of you. And I guess the facing up would be the like him admitting that he's got feelings for this person, but he doesn't want to do that. So he'd rather flight the other person he likes them which is a mood see i would love to say that i could ask someone out when i really like them because i also want to talk about love in, in, in like a different podcast but i, I also don't oh, i feel like that's such a niche and cringy topic that i feel like i would get into the mood to talk about it for about an hour and then a day later i'd be just cringing about it but i think at some point i will I'll just have to do it, you know? Because why not? I love talking about love. Like, it's cute. It's cute. You're cute. You know what I'm saying? I take a shot every time I say, you know what I'm saying? Take a shot. If you're doing a, if you're going to drink, you know? So yeah, as I said, not my favourite. Number eight, track eight, Affluenza. Shout out to y'all who thought Grimes and Elon Musk's kid was going to be called Influenza, but it's not. Speaking congrats to Grimes, my queen, my queen C, and Elon Musk had their little baby. And I don't really understand still how it's pronounced. I have seen numerous pronunciations for the baby. It has a really long and complicated name that I don't think is technically legal in California. So I'm not sure what it's, what that child's legal like name is but i think it's xander or something like that like archangel 12 <laughs> which is i think archangel's a really cool middle name it's the one with a really boring middle name which my my online name is my middle name Hale. whatever my other middle name i have two middle names yes i'm fancy i am louis fancy fancy whatever stream fancy by twice wait or is it the other way around no it's not it's not so it's fine. But yeah, Affluenza. Um, he's criticising capitalism. Me talking about capitalism versus communism. Cold War A-levels be shaken. But Affluenza, he criticises... Because I'm pretty sure Conan said that he grew up quite poor when he was growing up. He grew up quite poor when he was growing up. Great job, Harry. Stunning. Stunning. If you watch her, you know. If you know, you know. He's criticising the people's problems that he observed when he was younger, like his friends that were maybe slightly well-off or well-to-do. And he talks about how money is never going to make you totally happy. It's it's a band-aid for the problems that are going on in your life, which I agree and disagree with because, I don't know, I think to a certain extent that's wrong, but I think to a certain extent that's definitely right. And I could go into a whole podcast about that as well, but... It's whatever, you know. Track number nine, Can We Be Friends? The second and last interlude on the album. And oh my God, Conan's here to fight. 
says the, the vixen. Conan is here to fight. He said if you come for his fans or his friends, he's going to knock your teeth out, bitch. Because you fucking push me. <laughs> that Vine. I was watching Vine compilations earlier today instead of working. Which, speaking of working, I couldn't do any work today because my homework app is doing maintenance. Give me strength, Lord. It's whatever, you know. Can we be friends? Yeah, it's another interlude of him talking to his fans and friends. Talking about internet love, that kind of thing. Wait, did I talk about online love being that, that being the track? I'm already overthinking it. I'm just not even going to overthink it. Track number 10, Heather. I think this is my favourite track on the album because it's it's slower and similar to his older stuff, but it's just so beautiful. And I think I relate so much to this song to the point where I could cry. <laughs> he's talking about... He's having feelings for someone, but the person he's having feelings for already has feelings for someone else. And this person that his crush is having feelings for is Heather. So Conan is talking about Heather... Because Conan really wants to hate Heather, but Heather is just so sweet and perfect and beautiful. And the one line that really, really sort of resonates with me is, "Why would you even kiss me? I'm not even half as pretty." I think I've, I think I've sampled that into one of my poems that name drops someone. So, well, no, the the whole title is a name slash God's gift. <gasps> me re- referencing my own poetry. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. But the production is so soft. Oh, it's like marshmallows on a cloud if they were being covered in rainbows. That makes it sound really like gay, but it's not. It's so, it's just such a really beautiful sounding track. And he says he wishes he were Heather because she's of the personality and just, she's just so sweet. And of course, because his crush likes her. So, you know what I'm saying. And he does this high note that is so beautiful. And because he's a male singer, and I'm, I'm a male singer, I have seven grades in musical theatre. Hello. <laughs> I can actually hit the note. So stunning for me. I love that for me. I love it when we can hit the note. <laughs> With 30 minutes in. Oh, wig my mind. It amazes me sometimes. Wig says, crack it up. Ooh, mama, boots the house down. <laughs> I've been talking with a really close friend of mine and he he keeps doing that to me and it triggers me because we don't do that. I don't really type like that unless the occasion calls. And I I don't know if he does it because, oh, I'm not even going to talk about it, whatever. Moving on. (laughs) So Heather, yeah, my favourite track on the whole album. Track 11, Little League. Oh, I said it's so British. Hello there. <laughs> Little League is Conan reminiscing on his younger self. And I think we can all relate to this song. It's talking about when, when we were younger, we didn't know what we were going to be when we grew up. Like, because all we thought about was the things that kept us occupied as a kid, like video games, sports, our friends, Daisy Chains, Brat Stalls, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, those... There's, those are just things that just kept us going. We didn't really think about, oh, I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to fly Elon Musk's rocket. You know, we didn't think about that. And it has a really great build-up. And then it goes into this... See, I don't know what to call this kind of production again when it goes into the chorus. I don't really know what to call it. 
it's whatever. If you want to listen to this album, listen to it. I recommend, if you're a close friend of mine and you like my music tastes, I really recommend you listen to this album. I just recommend it. Sorry, I had like a stabbing pain in my heart because I thought I saw someone poking their head around my door. But they didn't. I don't think they did anyway. Because that would have been absolutely terrifying. Especially since I watched the, like that movie, The Invisible Man. Oh, people being secretive and shit. Hell no, beach. <laughs> I'm just watching um, my audio capture system just pick up the peak in audio. Which, I don't know why, but it seems to be quieter this week. So I'm a little bit worried that I've messed up my mic. But I think I did. I think I'll be fine. If not, I'm sure my friend will fix the sound for me. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Little League. It's self-explanatory. Really is. Childhood. Childhood memories. Last track on the album, The Story. An acoustic one that he did a music video for. I think on the album release. And this song is really cute because it ends with him saying, this is like, it's, it's, it's not the end of the story because it's it's Conan's debut album. He's going to do another album. I hope soon, actually. I would really love to see another album from Conan really soon because he's someone that I'm keeping an eye out for, you know? So, yeah. He talks about his uh, growing up. I'm pretty sure he grew up. He, he grew up. Great job again, me. He grew up in Texas and then he moved to LA. And he tells first the story of a boy and a girl and their friendship and the sort of breakdown of that friendship and then he talks about a story of a boy and a boy which i'm assuming is him and and another guy who are best friends and wish they were more but they didn't tell each other that ever but i'm pretty sure conan said that after he'd written the song that that person came into contact with him and said oh i liked you the whole time you know da 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 that kind of thing so you know true lovers out there but Conan said he's never been in a relationship so maybe it's not but if, you, if you're hearing this you're invited to my wedding <laughs> that was so random I am eclectic I am manic stream manic it's out now by, by Halsey Ashley <laughs> she's out she's out so yeah that is my Conan Gray's debut album Kid Crow thing I know I kept some of the tracks short and sweet that's because this was last minute I didn't know I was going to be doing this album till last minute I was panicking the whole week thinking what the hell am I going to do my friends gave me some ideas but I didn't really like any of them well I did I had some friends give me music ideas but I didn't really want to do them because they either came out earlier this year or they didn't get released this year so I didn't want to talk about it you know so it's it's whatever but I figured it out. I, I always put it together at the last minute, so it's fine. So yeah, what else did I want to talk about today? I bought my friends some presents. And don't worry, before you ask, we'll send them via mail. They won't be mailed by me. We're not going to spread corona. It's, it's whatever. Um, I bought them really cute presents. I'm not going to say what it is because I, I haven't got it yet. But it's from Etsy. And they're so cute and it relates to us being a trio of friends. So I think it's so cute because both of them have gotten me something and they've sent it to me in the post. So I'm going to get them something. Ugh, I miss my friends, my, my favourite people. 
They just get me, you know what I'm saying? My two best friends in the whole world, you know who you are. I'm going to mention you every podcast until I see you again and give you the biggest hug. So yeah, I got you guys some presents. Next week, what am I going to... I want to talk about... Obviously, I'll be doing Petals for Armour. But I don't know what else sort of subject matter I'm going to talk about. Because this week was me rambling on about me saying, oh, my life's so hard, that kind of thing. Uh, me being privileged and mending about it, pretty much. <laughs> the irony. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to end it there. So, 36 minutes. I did pretty good. Sorry, I just threw my notes down. But yeah, I will see you guys next week. I really hope I gave you some sort of entertainment in the time that I recorded this. I hope you were entertained. If you laughed, thank you. So yeah, I'll see you guys next week. See ya.